Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of The Rodcast. I'm your host, Emily Beatty-McMullen, and this week I am joined by yet another of our fantastic instructors. Would you care to introduce yourself? Hi, um, I'm Beth McPherson. I'm a bass player. Um, I just recently started working for the Rodman Steel Studio. Mm-hmm. Um, I graduated from Berklee College of Music a little less than a year ago, mm-hmm. May 2021. Okay. Um, I got a dual degree in jazz composition and bass performance. Um, so I stayed in Boston a couple months after that, and then in August I moved back to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, have kind of been like teaching a little bit, um, doing some freelance gigging, some recording stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, as you've heard Beth say, she's one of our fantastic instructors. She teaches space. She's a fantastic bassist. She can play upright and she does electric. Mm-hmm. Um, I have heard her play a little bit and she's amazing and we're so happy to have her on board. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Like Beth mentioned, she just recently joined us as one of our instructors and she's going to play with us a fair amount as well. Mm-hmm. But let's go back to the very, very beginning. So that's what that's what she does with the studio. But let's go back to the very, very beginning. How old were you? when you first started playing bass? I was 10. Okay. Um, so my dad played a little bit of guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, he knew like three songs, so like, not a lot, <laughs> a but A little still, bit of guitar. Yeah, yeah, actually a little bit. <laughs> but it was still, you know, when I was a kid, like I'd hear him play and I was like, oh, I wanna do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but I just like never learned. He got me like a little, like half, or I think it was like a quarter sized acoustic guitar actually, <laughs> but like it never stayed in tune. That's and so, so like I never took lessons or anything, but I had this little guitar. Um, and then this program came to my school when I was 10 in mm-hmm. fourth grade, and um, they didn't have guitar, but they had bass. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, that's close enough. It's close so enough. I signed up. Same and shape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And honestly, like, at that time, I didn't even know what the difference was. Yeah. Um, once I, like, actually got the instrument and started playing, I was like, oh, this is a lot lower. This and is totally different. Yeah, it is different. Yeah. But um, I stuck with it. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I didn't like it at first, but... Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, so... So what changed your mind? Um, lessons, actually. Really? Okay. So the program that I was doing was just like a like an ensemble class, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, so they... Like, you didn't really get a whole lot of one-on-one attention. Mm-hmm. They kind of, like, stuck sheet music in front of you, and they, like, explained how to read it and a little bit of how to play the instrument, and then they kind of were just like, okay, go nuts. Go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was... I don't know, I just like wasn't getting it. And so, uh, yeah, I was just like struggling with it. And so my mom put me in lessons and that really helped a lot. Okay. And so once I had someone like giving me one-on-one attention, mm-hmm. helping me and like showing me what to do and just like making it make sense, you know? Yeah. Um, I started practicing more on my own and got really into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at this point, were you playing like upright bass? No, electric. Okay, okay yeah. you were playing electric bass. Mm-hmm. And this was like through a school orchestra program, essentially? Kind of. Okay, okay. so it was through um, Music Learning Band. Okay. So it wasn't like through my school. It's it's an outside program and they just like okay. come, they went to Got my it. school and like, you know, recruited students from my school and they went to a bunch of other schools too. Okay. Um, Sounds like a great program. Yeah, I loved it. I bet that first teacher made a big impression on you. Mm -hmm. They made you keep wanting to play the instrument. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we still talk. Yeah, oh, that's really cool. Oh, my goodness. I do not talk to my first piano really? teacher. She was the worst. She was like okay. the classic like mean old lady. Okay. And I was also four when I started lessons. Okay, so that makes sense. I was very young. Yeah. But but anyways, I'm glad you decided to stick with bass. Me too, yeah. Right <laughs> I so know. When, when, when did you first play an upright bass? Um, I was 15. That oh, was wow, when I was okay. in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really didn't want to play upright bass <laughs> either. But um, the school I went to, I went to Ursuline. Mm-hmm. So I went to Ursuline for two years and then my, I went to... Like, 
best friend as a kid went to Ursula. Really? Do you know Mercedes Salazar? The name sounds familiar. She's a little older mm-hmm. than you. Okay. She's, she's my age. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she went to Ursula. Okay. Small world. Anyways, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I went to Ursuline for two years because mm-hmm. that's where my mom went. And I didn't really want to go to Ursuline either, but my mom went there. So I was like, okay, fine. Um, didn't like it. So I transferred to Bishop Lynch after that. Okay. But um, when I was at Ursuline, they didn't have like a jazz band when I was there. Um, they just had string orchestra. And mm-hmm. so you can't play electric bass and string yeah. orchestra. So <laughs> I had to play upright. And I did not like that feeling mm-hmm. of like, because at that point I'd been playing electric bass for five years. Mm-hmm. I was 15. And so I felt pretty comfortable with my ability mm-hmm. yeah. you know not like I wasn't an expert by any means but I felt you weren't a beginner anymore exactly yeah, yeah. um and I just went back to being a beginner just because mm-hmm. like the technique is so different mm-hmm. I didn't know I didn't know the two different kinds of bows I didn't know what rosin was mm-hmm. yes um, and I didn't know how to hold an upright bass mm-hmm. and it just like feeling like a beginner again mm-hmm. was not a fan it's super difficult I that's like my biggest obstacle with mm-hmm. playing guitar is yeah. like I because I can play basically anything I want on piano now right. especially like with popular music oh yeah so I'll be like no it's time to play guitar I'm really I'm gonna do it this time I'm mm-hmm. gonna be determined I'm gonna practice enough that I really get the calluses I'm really gonna do yeah. it <laughs> and I'll struggle to play through a song and I'll be like this is just so annoying I can go sit down on the play- piano and play this perfectly right now I'm just gonna go do that exactly <laughs> yeah so. I I definitely I relate to that so yes. much yes. it's I think, well, that's part of the reason why when I, like, sit down to practice, mm-hmm. most of the time I'm practicing electric yeah. bass. And well, and it seems like that's what you play more now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it is. There's definitely some people that I gig with that have never seen me with an electric bass. Oh, so, really? Like, there's a couple people that I'm pretty sure think I only play upright. Really? Or think I, like, started on upright. And mm-hmm. so it's like, okay, well, you know, I, I feel pretty good about that because I must be pretty good if You're you think that's, like, my main thing. You're yeah. so multifaceted. That's great. Okay, mm-hmm. so... So I'm getting I'm getting a picture. I'm getting the timeline. Okay. You're 10. You start playing electric bass. Yeah. You're not into it. You get a teacher. She ignites your love for bass. She mm-hmm. or he, whoever. He, yeah. He ignites your love for electric bass. You keep playing. You're playing for five years. Mm-hmm. Did you play in a jazz band at school during those five years? Yeah. So okay. um, so music learning band, um, the programs that they do like at these schools are usually mm-hmm. like beginner and like just a step above beginner mm-hmm. bands. Um, but on Tuesday nights, they have this like jazz and studio band program. And so it's like um, the first hour they do is like a jazz band. We play like some big band charts. Mm-hmm. And then the second hour is um, like a studio wind ensemble. Okay. So it's kind of like, you know, like if you're in high school marching band, like the first half of the year, you're going to do marching stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the second yes. half is like a wind symphony yes. kind of thing. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So it was like so a you played with thing. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, I Do loved you, it. Th- that's good. And mm-hmm. so then when you got to high school is when you started playing upright mm-hmm. in like more of an orchestral sort of yes. sound, mm-hmm. string orchestra. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was with string orchestra. And mm-hmm. um, that was also when my music teacher at Ursuline really encouraged me to audition for um, All-State Jazz Band. Oh, okay. Um, and I... you were a s- sophomore at this point? Freshman? Freshman. Freshman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um... She also encouraged me to audition for Allstate Orchestra, but I, mm-hmm. no, there was <laughs> no way. Um, <laughs> so I auditioned for uh, Allstate Jazz Band on electric bass. Mm-hmm. Um, never got it. Um, don't really know why. I got, uh, they like give you like a number for like mm-hmm. the order of the people 
they want to yes. like fill the chair. Yes. And I got three all four years in a row. So I was close, but there must just, have been two people in your grade that just beat you every I guess, time. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little um, <laughs> salty about it. Yeah. I, I, I. It was the same for me for all state choir. I okay. did. I did all state. I tried all state choir. I always made region. I always got to like the last round, but I never made the all state choir, mm -hmm. and I was always so sad about it. Mm -hmm. But it's okay. Yeah. Now I still make a living with music, so yeah. all is well. I do too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I still, it's just, I went to um, All-State Orchestra my senior year mm -hmm. of high school, because at that point I felt good enough with, mm -hmm. like, or upright bass mm -hmm. to do it. Um, yeah. And I loved it. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, I was there and I was like, man, I wish I, wish I had I done this done all this. four years. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. But How the cookie crumbles sometimes. I know, yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. So, you went to... Ursuline, you went to mm -hmm. Bishop Lynch, and this whole time you were playing both electric and upright, yes. kind of equally. And by your senior mm -hmm. year, you liked playing upright. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> or at least liked it more. I liked than it more. At the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So then you decided to go to school for music. So yes. what made you pick Berkeley? Um, their electric bass program. Okay. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of the, well, not a lot, but like some of the bands that I listened to um, had bass players that went to Berkeley, mm -hmm. and so that really got my attention. That was a recommendation. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I looked into some summer programs that Berkeley had. So I did mm -hmm. some like base workshops that okay. they did. Um, I think my, after my freshman and sophomore years of high school was mm -hmm. when I did that. Um, and I loved it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, I, I loved Boston. I loved the campus. It was, it was an intense program. It was only like a three day thing, mm -hmm. but you were playing music constantly and it was like, there was so much information mm -hmm. I was getting and but it wasn't like too much, you know, because I was, was still learning. It was just exciting and It was just really exciting, yeah. yeah, and it it was just a lot of fun. I was like, yeah, if every day of college is like this, like I'm gonna be a happy person. And so. was every day of college like that? Honestly, no. No. But um, yeah. it, was, it was, I mean, it was like that, but it was more relaxed. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, you know. Because it would be exhausting to do that all the time. Exactly, yeah, so, so it was, yeah, like you just had, it was the same information, same like classes mm -hmm. and stuff, but just, you had more free time. Mm -hmm. It was more relaxed yeah. and yeah. yeah. So it was, you know, definitely more manageable. Like mm -hmm. doing that for three days, great. Doing that for 16 weeks, yeah. twice oh, a no. year. Oh no, 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 Wild. no. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm imagining that a lot of the people that you met mm -hmm. during that workshop were some of the same people that you ended yes. up working with at Berkeley. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had um, quite a, yeah, quite a few people that I met there ended up being my classmates at mm -hmm. Berkeley. That's and so much fun. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's really cool to meet people before school, mm -hmm. know them at school, become friends with them. Mm -hmm. Like it's really true. I I still talk to so many more of my friends from university than from mm -hmm. high school. Oh yeah, and <laughs> it's I'm I'm not all of them are friends from the music department, but a few of them are, and okay. it's re it's really cool to still like keep in contact with them and, mm -hmm. and see what they're doing now as musicians because we yeah. just take such different paths after we finish yes. and it's really it's really cool to mm -hmm. see that so okay okay I'm, I'm getting the picture you start bass you play through high school you decide to go to Berkeley and you studied bass there you studied yes performance and jazz composition yes so talk to us about the jazz composition oh boy that, that was... sounds like fun it was fun mm -hmm. I learned a lot it was hard. Yes. It was, oh boy. <laughs> so one of the reasons that I picked jazz composition was because 
I don't feel great about my abilities with technology. Oh, okay. Um, so you wanted practice with like computer a, stuff? A little bit. It's okay. something that I wanted to be able to learn on my own time mm -hmm. and not have my grades and scholarship dependent on yes. my yes. ability <laughs> to learn how to use Logic and Pro Tools and mm -hmm. you know all that stuff. So, um, so I picked jazz composition because it's finale and that's mm -hmm. yeah. like all you use. Yeah. And then I still had some teachers who gave me a hard time about like you know, we had to record demos of our pieces mm -hmm. and they would give me a hard time about like, oh, I can tell you mix this with headphones and mm -hmm. not studio monitors. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm sorry. That's, that's what I not, had. <laughs> no one told me I was supposed to do that. That's, that's, there's a reason I'm in this program and not <laughs> production. Anyway. Yes. Um, yeah, it was, it was just really hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I learned a lot and mm -hmm. I'm glad I did it. Um, I don't think I would have gotten as much experience with composing and writing music if I hadn't done jazz, or well, some sort of writing major. If I had done yeah. a different writing major, I still would have been writing a lot, but mm -hmm. I picked jazz composition because the classes, well, one, the technology thing, mm -hmm. um, but also the classes that were required for the curriculum interested me the mm -hmm. most. Yeah. It seemed like they taught the information that I was looking to learn. Mm -hmm. um, and I took a lot of, um, they, they didn't really count as electives towards my jazz composition degree, but I took a lot of classes outside of the major in mm -hmm. like the traditional composition department. I yeah. took a couple of film scoring classes. That's, um, film yeah. scoring is so cool. <laughs> it is, it's it's just so technology mm -hmm. heavy. It's the only thing. And of course, like I, so I graduated in May mm -hmm. and Berkeley like just announced that they have a film scoring minor. Mm -hmm. And I'm so disappointed because oh, I would have done that. Yes. And, uh, I, I was minoring in uh, musical theater writing. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, and then COVID happened, and a lot of the classes are very dependent on, um, you know, you conducting yeah. a pit orchestra, mm -hmm. and so the last, like, three, yeah, like, three classes that I needed to get the minor just they weren't just being offered, offer them. so yeah. I had to drop it. Yeah. Which is okay. Um, COVID, I mean, COVID took... We all took a hit because of COVID. Oh, yeah. Like, n doing basically my entire master's degree online because of oh, COVID man. was like, it was a, a totally different experience. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> but, but yeah, we can get into that later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. On, that's on my interview podcast. So okay, we'll, okay, okay. We'll, we can talk about yeah. that one later. But, but yeah, okay. So you mentioned you graduated in May. Mm -hmm. You finished jazz composition, bass performance. Yes. And since May, what have you been doing with you, all of your time? Um, not composing, honestly. <laughs> not composing. I needed a break after, yes. like, the, th the hard thing about jazz composition is you're writing to meet a deadline. Yes. And I learned that I like writing for myself mm -hmm. and not yes. to meet a deadline. Mm -hmm. um, but I learned how to, you know, just get something out there and get it on paper and just finish a composition, mm -hmm. even yeah. if I don't really have any ideas, just make something work, mm -hmm. which has been really helpful. Um, but I just recently started writing music again, just mm -hmm. for myself, and um, it's been nice because I haven't had a deadline. Mm -hmm. um, but also I've been able to just work on stuff that I wanna work mm -hmm. on. And you know, if I don't like an idea, I can scrap it. And mm -hmm. I don't have to say, well, I have this, deadline to meet, so I have to figure out something to do with it. Yeah. Um, so it's been nice to just, like, not have pressure on myself when mm. it comes to writing. Yes. Um, so apart from that, I've just been, like, playing a lot of bass. I've been gigging a lot. I've been doing a lot of, like, weddings and parties and mm -hmm. stuff. Um, 
I've been doing some recording work, but I'd like to okay. do more. I really like doing session work. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just been doing some like jazz gigs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, tell us about your gigs. How did you? Because in my in my well, from doing these interviews and also mm-hmm. in my experience, you know, there's a pretty sharp line between going to class and actually getting work and getting yourself yeah. out there. So yeah. how did you first get into gigging, playing with an ensemble for events? Okay, mm-hmm. so um, it kind of went back to high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was in high school, I played with this New Orleans style traditional jazz band called mm-hmm. the Black Powder Vipers. Okay. Um, and so the trombone player for that ensemble played in another band, I think, I think it was the Walton Stout Band, but I can't, I'm not positive. Um, but anyways, he played in a band that did parties and events and stuff, and they mm-hmm. were bought out by the Jordan Con Music Company. Okay. And so when I graduated and I moved back here, I was looking for work, and so he reached out to someone at the Jordan Con Music mm-hmm. Company. He was like, hey, I have this bass player who, like, he, he just recommended me, and so someone from the company reached out and was like, hey, do you want gigs? I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. And they're like, yeah. cool. Go to, you're going to Nantucket, Massachusetts on this date. It pays you this much. Nice. That was my first gig, and um, I was really kind of... how old were you at that time? 23. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. How old, that's, yeah, that's how old I am now. I keep forgetting how old I am. (laughs) It's like once you hit 21... It gets worse, it gets worse, it gets worse. Yep, it's like I hit 21, it's like, all right, that's, we're set. I can (laughs) stay here now, (laughs) but you keep getting older. Uh, So you don't stay there. I I always think, I'm like, what year was I born? (sighs) Mm -hmm. All right. I remember now. I'm 25. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's <laughs> ugh, aging. Anyways. anyways. Um, so yeah. it ended up being that the first, you basically got gigs because of you knew someone that needed mm-hmm. someone that played your instrument, and yep. they called you up, and you said yes. Yep, and it was, okay. I, I thought it, honestly, it was kind of weird that it was like a connection that I had from high school, mm-hmm. from this band that I found on Craigslist, <laughs> yeah. um, and not like a connection from Berkeley or something, which yeah. I mean, that's totally fine. Um, and I, you know, just goes to show like, I guess how much stuff can come back, yeah. you know? And people people can remember you for a really long time mm-hmm. just for the instrument you play. I mean, like right. for, that, that actually, I had kind of a similar experience recently. Like we at the studio, all of our drummers like were not able to make an event, or mm. we thought we thought we weren't gonna be able to have a drummer for an event. Right. And everybody, we were all just thinking like, does anybody know a drummer that lives here in uh-huh. Dallas that could come to this event? And I was thinking like, well, I had a couple of friends that played drums in high school that I was friends with. Yeah. So I like sent a text to these couple of guys that I was friends with in high school that I really haven't even talked to for years, and I was mm-hmm. like, hey, do you guys want a gig? Yeah. And they were both like, well. I mean, I'm not free, but I would love to do it. Yeah. And ne- neither of them studied music in college or, like, okay. do music professionally now. Like, mm-hmm. one of them's in med school, and the other oh, wow. one is, like, an accountant or something Okay, like that. yeah. So, like, neither of them do music now, but hearing that someone needed a drummer, they were both like, yeah, totally, yeah. because they were, like, happy to get back into it. Right. Neither of them a- a- were able to play the gig, but it was just, I was, it was just a funny experience. I was like, isn't it crazy how, like, if you know someone that plays an instrument, in your time of need, you'll think yes. of them and be like, I need you, please. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's better than not having a drummer, for exactly, sure. Exactly. And, yeah, I'm sure bass is an instrument mm-hmm. where it's like, people don't know that many bassists, or people That's don't know true. that many good bassists. That's, so they yeah. probably are, when they meet one, even mm-hmm. if it's years later and it feels awkward, they're like, right. please help us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, awesome. So, 
You've been playing, but you played a lot of gigs with Jordan Khan at this point, right? I have, yeah. Okay. Pretty much almost every weekend okay, I have like okay. a wedding or something with them, yeah. That's really fun. Mm -hmm. Do you have like a memorable gig experience that Ooh. comes to mind? <laughs> um, there's a couple. Um, there's not really like one that like really stands out a mm -hmm. whole lot. Um, but the the coolest place I played in was a couple weeks ago. I was in mm -hmm. Sarasota, Florida. Okay. We were playing at the Ringling Museum. Okay. And so the wedding was in like this, like the circus. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Um, and they had this courtyard, and that's so that's where they mm -hmm. had the reception, and they had like this. Um, so they have like the courtyard. They've got all the. It's like a garden, and then there's like a moat. Okay. And then the stage. Mm -hmm. so, so you're like playing right in front of the water. Yeah. It was it was really like, cool. Don't drop anything. Oh, oh no. yeah. Oh, it was really windy that day too. Oh, so no. it was kind of oh, nerve wracking. No. Um, but it was it was just a really cool setting. Yeah. Um, the that very first gig I did in Nantucket was mm -hmm. really cool. Um, and that was also kind of stressful because uh, one. So that was the first gig I ever did with them. So I like had no idea what to expect. Yeah. Um, but when we were flying back for summer, so um. I went to like the little kiosk thing to check my bag mm -hmm. and right after I paid for my bag, right after I paid for it, um, it printed the receipt luckily, but then it just like died. Oh my god. And goodness. I was just like, okay. I guess it's broken now. Yeah. <laughs> I broke the machine. So it printed the receipt, but not the tag. No. So I could still couldn't like go drop off my bag. Uh -huh. So I had to like start over, but it, the thing, like a little sign popped up on the mm. screen that said go to the like general the help counter, desk or yeah. whatever so i went and i stood in line for an hour oh, no. waiting to be helped and i'm so stressed because i'm like oh my god i'm, I'm gonna, gonna miss, miss my flight. flight i'm like new to this company so i can't mess i can't afford to mess up and yeah. luckily we were flying back so mm -hmm. like if I miss the flight, that sucks, but it's not You're like- You're gonna miss the gig. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but still, it's like, I don't, this is not, I can't it's handle stressful. this. Yeah. Um, and so finally they like, they took my bag, they checked me in, and I literally just like ran through <laughs> security and ran to my gate and got on board and uh, made it back home. Good, but, good, good, good. Uh, it was really stressful and that kind of made me go, I don't know if I wanna do one of these fly dates again. Yes. <laughs> Um, but I've done several more and mm -hmm. it's it's been fine. Yeah. And I like getting to travel to new places. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like a really cool thing about playing with an organization like mm -hmm. that. Like, you know, because we, a lot of us instructors gig around town and yeah. like play, you know, just like at bars and for, you right. know, like other other bands that just do like local things. But mm -hmm. um, I think you're the only one of us that like works for a, uh, an organization that travels so much. Okay, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. pretty it's pretty cool that you get that opportunity yeah. to see oh, so many it. different places. Mm -hmm. What's one of the places you remember that was really stuck out to you as really interesting? Ooh. Um I mean Nantucket was really cool. So was Sarasota. I've also been to Palm Beach. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's fun. Um yeah, it was it was really cool. Um, the thing about uh, Sarasota and Palm Beach is I'm a, I'm a scuba diver. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Like certified and everything? Oh, yeah. That's mm -hmm. so cool. Yeah. And so I really wanted to go diving there. But yeah. it's just, you just barely have time. Yeah. Because, like, you know, if you're, if you're scuba diving, you're filthy and gross by the yes, end of it. You're yes. covered in salt water <laughs> and, like, yeah. So it's just, like, making sure you have enough time to shower mm. and get ready yeah. before your call time. And you have to get up so early to dive and mm -hmm. you get back at like, so you leave at like eight, you get back mm -hmm. to the dock at like one. Mm -hmm. And then if yeah. your call time's at four, you don't know how far the dock is from your hotel. Yes, and like, yes. it's just, 
almost put a too, time crunch on it too it's, too much. It's almost too risky. Yeah, yeah. and unless so. you have a really late call time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I haven't had one of those yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So maybe someday I'll yeah, get to dive maybe. again. I don't but know. But that's really cool. When did you get into scuba diving? I know it's kind of off topic, but oh, it's no, cool. no, totally <laughs> fine. Um, <clears throat> so I got certified when I was, I think, 13 or 14. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I haven't really been diving a whole lot. Mm -hmm. um, like the last time I went diving was, oh, almost four years ago. Okay. So it's, it's been, been a while, while then. Yeah. But so I've been really wanting to go, especially since I graduated. It's like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm, I graduated now. I should like treat myself. I to have free time now. Right. <laughs> and I have a friend who is working in Hawaii on a snorkel boat oh and she's a goodness. scuba diver. Oh my goodness. So she's like one of, um, what she does, I think is she like, she, she dives while everyone else is snorkeling and she's like taking pictures of the mm -hmm. snorkelers and stuff. And so um, but she's working in Hawaii, and so that I really want to go like to Hawaii so and like dive with her. And yeah, stuff. when you get when you get a free couple of weeks, go to yeah. Hawaii. Yeah, that's take the pictures thing. and send them to us. Oh, we will. can all live vicariously through. I you. will. I have um, whenever I do dive, I, I try to take pictures and stuff. That's and so, so awesome. I've got some really cool pictures. I'll have mm -hmm. to show you later. I have this yes. one picture of a yellowfin snapper that I um, I took this picture uh, in Turks and Caicos. And we were so like we had like jumped jumped off the boat. We were descending down, mm -hmm. and this fish was just like circling me oh like a shark. Goodness. He's like that big. That's He's so like, cute though. Yeah, it was it was oh, cute. I he was just like really it. curious. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. One of my favorite thing, one of my favorite vacations I've ever been on. I went to visit a friend in Honduras. Ooh. And I, so I was there for like three weeks or a month. I was there for oh, a wow. long time. Yeah. And they don't live like on the coast of Honduras. They mm -hmm. live like in the more mountainous area, which is also absolutely beautiful. I bet. Yeah. It almost is like kind of a more tropical version of like New Zealand that you see in okay. like Lord of the Rings movies Ooh. where it's like super misty and mountainous uh -huh. but it's also really green and like yeah. it's very humid but the photos beautiful yeah but anyways that like so we went that some of I think the most beautiful beaches I've ever been to I were bet. like on just some little islands like right mm -hmm. off the coast of Honduras and like Oh my goodness! And there was so there's so much like just totally untouched coral reef there because mm -hmm. it's not really touristy because no one thinks oh, like oh Honduras uh -huh. I'll go on a vacation there people go to like Costa Rica to yeah. do like touristy things mm -hmm. so like first of all there's like nobody there mm -hmm. and there's some beaches where the sand is like black or gray Ooh. and it's really beautiful and then there's That's other cool. other beaches where it's more like the seashell like white type right, of thing right, right. but man we swam out to some of the most beautiful coral reefs ever and we were just snorkeling mm -hmm. but like the water's super shallow so you can still really see okay. everything uh -huh. and like oh my goodness i that i think that's like one of the most fun yeah I vacations bet. i've ever been on that's it was so cool amazing and i'm sure with scuba diving you've seen like a lot mm -hmm. of that kind of stuff so yeah it's uh that's super fun i, awesome. love I can't it. wait i would i would love to see those photos yeah absolutely absolutely but but anyways that actually kind of brings me to one of our fun sort of questions i'm asking at the end of everyone's interview okay which is basically every musician i've known in, in the pro even if you haven't like had a period where you're like really really struggling financially mm -hmm. we've usually all had at least some kind of job that's a little bit weird to oh. keep the lights on or you know get a scholarship or do whatever we needed to do to make things happen mm -hmm. so what's a weird job that you've had as a musician okay it can be music related or something else so okay well I had two on-campus jobs when I was mm -hmm. at Berkeley but they weren't really like, weird jobs mm -hmm. um, Weirdest was probably um, the summer before I started college, I worked at this Italian restaurant mm -hmm. and the restaurant had just opened. So they were still like trying to figure a bunch of stuff out. Didn't really know what they were yes. doing. Didn't hire enough people. Um, <clears throat> it was just chaotic. <laughs> 
Um, and I, ha- I had literally no training. Were you a server? Um, I was supposed to be a hostess. <laughs> okay. But I ended up being a server and because they were understaffed. And, yeah, I was just kind of like there. I just did, you know, whatever they needed me to <laughs> yes. do at the time. Yes. Um, it was. I mean, it was. It was fun because I had fun people to work with. Mm, but that's good. As far as work environment goes, no. Not very positive. <laughs> no, but the food was fantastic. Really? Did you get a lot of free food or discounted food? Um, yes, to both. There <laughs> were there were a couple of servers that would, um, and kitchen people who would like box, like if someone ate like only half the food on their plate, they mm-hmm. would like box it up for me and send it like oh, on my way out. Goodness. And they, they'd like come over and they'd be like, don't let the boss see this <laughs> and like sneak it to me and stuff. That's great. Um, it was fun, yeah. That's fun. Um, but the coolest job I had was working at the uh, Children's Aquarium at Fair Park. Okay, what did you do there? Yeah, um, I was an aquarium guide. I basically okay. like, I walked around, I answered people's questions. Okay. I worked at the touch tanks and stuff and like mm-hmm. showed people how to touch the animals mm-hmm. and like make sure all the animals were okay and stuff. and. Um, there was a baby alligator that I took care of. Oh my His goodness. name was Albert. Albert the alligator. Yeah. Al the alligator. Mm-hmm. That's so cute. Yeah. I love it. He was cool. I don't know if, I don't think he's still there anymore. He's probably, ooh, he's probably pretty big now. <laughs> yeah, well, if he was a baby then. Uh-huh. And that was probably, I mean, that was probably four years ago. Five uh, years like ago, maybe. Six or so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was about ain't that big. Oh my goodness. I took care of him. That's like including the tail, so. <laughs> and the tail is like at least half their body length, but yeah. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. Well, next time I want to go to the aquarium, I'll make you come with yes. me so you can tell me all the Absolutely. fun facts. Absolutely, I would love that. That's I would awesome. Love that. that is so cool. <laughs> kind of taking a little bit more somber note, here's another kind of question I want to ask. Okay. Um, you mentioned that like with COVID, you weren't able to do the minor that you had wanted to do. Right. Um, I know COVID affected musicians a lot, but it affected all of us in like totally different ways, depending on where we were, like in school, Mm -hmm. in grad school, doing work, teaching, like, I think everybody felt it, but in different ways. What Mm -hmm. are some of the ways you felt like COVID really changed your experience as a music student, as a musician? So, I mean, all my classes were online Mm -hmm. for a year. Mm -hmm. And And was that your last year of college? Yeah, my last year mm-hmm. and a half, yeah. everything was online. And my last semester was like kind of a hybrid mm-hmm. semester. Um, so I had like two or three classes mm-hmm. on campus, not yeah. much, but something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, part of the thing that makes Berkeley so cool is getting to be in these ensembles and playing with other people and yeah. access to the studios. Yeah, That was the thing I missed the most mm-hmm. is being able to go in those studios and cause they're just so cool. Mm-hmm. I love being yeah. in the studio. Um, and well, I mean, one cool thing about the ensembles especially um, is that instead of, you know, playing together and doing, uh, you know, a recital at the end of the semester, we recorded. Mm-hmm. So we had like little demos of ourselves mm-hmm. playing music that we could show. Um, it was also, some of these ensembles, it was kind of disappointing. Like we would make these recordings and we'd send them to our teacher and our teacher would like put them together and stuff. And then he didn't send us back the final mixes. So you didn't even, it's like sending it into a vacuum. Exactly. And you never hear the it's result. like cool. Like I, I was really looking forward to like being able to show people this <laughs> because it turned out really cool, but oh well. Now I have no idea if it turned out cool. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I do still have some recordings from a couple mm-hmm. of ensembles oh, and stuff. Good. And um, so it, yeah, it was just really disappointing not 
And also, you know, part of being on campus is like meeting people and yeah. interacting with them face. And when you're on Zoom, like you just don't. You don't talk. No. You don't talk. You don't, yeah, yeah you don't meet people. You're not interacting with other people. And um, it's like, I, and I had a roommate, but it's, you get so stir, I get so stir yes. crazy. And like, yes. I, you know, I, I'm used to, you know, I'd get lunch with my classmates and stuff. We'd hang out after class, that kind of thing. And just like not doing that anymore, just staying in my apartment all the time. It's, it's depressing. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. it's really depressing. And, um, you know, I didn't have a whole lot of time for live gigs and stuff mm -hmm. when I was in college. So I didn't really miss out a whole lot on that. Mm -hmm. But I missed out on going to shows. Yeah. There were several bands that were going on tour that I wanted to see that, you know, it just got canceled. Mm -hmm. and didn't happen um and so now bands are like starting to do that again mm -hmm. I have a bunch of classmates that are touring now and mm -hmm. stuff and I'm honestly kind of jealous because <laughs> I'm like damn why can't I be touring and yeah like, and I've been on tour before and it was fun <laughs> so I want to do it again yeah but, uh well, maybe I, the door will open again soon yeah honestly um the one so the one time I went on tour I was filling in mm -hmm. for someone so it wasn't my band and so I'm like, okay, now, well, I just have to start my own band mm -hmm. so I can go on tour now. Yeah, so exactly. That's kind of, that's yeah. one reason why I've kind of been maybe, writing maybe a we'll bit have again. A, maybe we'll have a uh, Beth McPherson band in the next year or so. That would be so. awesome, yeah. And, you yeah. know, maybe some of us other instructors from Round with Steel will join you Absolutely. on your, on your Absolutely. amazing yeah. headline tour. Yes. We'll look yes. forward to it. That would be fantastic. <laughs> That'd be so fun. Yeah. I hope you get the opportunity to do that. Me too. And I hope you can make an album you're really proud of. Yeah, me too. Me too. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna make one I'm not proud of. Yeah, right. Like who's, <laughs> whoever is like, not ah, make one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, he, for, to close, I'll okay. ask one more question, which is, you've played. You played a lot of bass. You're really mm -hmm. good at bass. Thank you. Uh, I don't know if you've played other instruments, but of all the instruments you haven't played much, what's one you'd really like to learn? Ooh. Okay, so I did have to take some piano classes at Berkeley, yes. which has been helpful for writing especially. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I do appreciate that I know a little bit of piano. Mm -hmm. um, I wish I could play a little more guitar mm -hmm. because when it comes to, I feel like that's just another instrument that it, it's a good instrument to write on. Mm -hmm. and, and it's so useful like when t talking to other people and just like communicating right. what you want. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And also like, I feel like piano is really good for writing like chords and melodies and like mm -hmm. just general, like getting out a music idea and not really thinking about like the technicalities mm -hmm. and like playability yes. of it. Yes. But with guitar, writing a guitar part is so different mm -hmm. because it's a different instrument. And mm -hmm. so, you know, something that you would play on piano, you can't necessarily yes. play on guitar. Yeah, we can and do almost anything on piano. Right. You know? Yeah. And or at least you can tell your pianist to do almost anything. Right. And if they're good enough, they'll do it. Right, exactly. <laughs> Um, but it's like, like the chord voicings are going to be different. Yes. And, um, so I think it would be helpful for writing to, for me to learn to mm. play more guitar. And also, um, I think I would probably come up with different stuff that I wouldn't mm -hmm. come up with on a piano just because yeah. it's, it's a different instrument. Yeah. The way you play it is different. Um, but if I couldn't be a bass player, like if I had to pick another instrument to be like my main thing, I would want to be a drummer. Really? Oh yeah. I actually, I'm not surprised to hear that. Really? I feel like you have like a cool drummer vibe. Okay, almost, okay, you cool. know? That's awesome. I will be honest though, every time I'm on a gig and mm -hmm. I see the drummer loading in, I'm just like, man, I'm so glad I don't have to do that. Yeah, no, that is, that is so true. And I, I even feel that way about like people that have to take their instrument places with them, yeah. you know? Cause I, well, it's like a blessing and a curse, right? Mm -hmm. Cause with piano, I never have to take my instrument anywhere. Right. 
But if there's not one there, then I can't participate. Right. So it's kind of like yes and no. And mm -hmm. I'm also totally at people's mercy because, like, even if there is a piano there, if it's like just a really crappy, unweighted keyboard, like I'm not gonna be able to do my best. Right. Because uh -huh. it's not some. It, that, I mean, that's not an instrument that's designed to like have you play really well on it, right? It's yeah. it's it's designed to just like make a cool noise that's sort of in the background. Right. Not like exactly. really contribute to the sound of the band. Right. So mm -hmm. it's like, yeah. I'm 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 simultaneously jealous of people, you know, guitarist bases, people yeah. that can bring their instrument places, but I'm also like, man, I'm glad I don't have to bring my instrument with me right. all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. I um I don't enjoy having to carry an upright bass. Yeah, around. that I would be one honest. especially. Yeah, so when I lived in Boston, I lived on the fourth floor oh of my apartment. Oh my goodness, Beth. With no elevator. So, um, no, you must have like the strongest legs ever. Oh They're my beefy. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, That's yeah. wild. And you're probably bringing it up and down the stairs like multiple times a day. Oh my gosh! Uh -huh. Do you like budget extra time for your commute? To oh yeah! Bring it down? Oh yeah! Oh I had to gosh. add it, it, like an extra ten or fifteen minutes. Oh my uh, word! That's I'm so sorry. Thank you. I'm guessing you live on the first floor now. Oh, uh, I live at home now. But yeah. <laughs> if I ever live in a building that doesn't have an elevator, yeah, first floor, yeah. Oh, no question. Um, I would have picked the first floor. So I honestly, I thought my apartment was going to be on the second floor because mm -hmm. it was apartment twenty four. But the four is, is floor yeah, number. Oh, it, that sucks. That's so sad. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's over now. It's over now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming Yeah, today, thanks Beth. for having me. I've really enjoyed talking to you. Yeah, me too. I hope that you, the viewer, the listener, have enjoyed learning about Beth. Me too. <laughs> Beth is amazing. Um, and if you want to learn how to play bass, there is no one better to teach you than Beth. She is so fantastic. I'm sure you can already tell her personality is <laughs> awesome and she's amazing at bass. So if you would like to have a lesson uh, on bass with Beth, go ahead and give us an inquiry, rodmansteel.com, and you can start taking lessons with her. Beth, is there anything else you'd like to say before we end? I can't think of anything now. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I well, wish I had something witty to say. That's but <laughs> okay. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I look forward to all the awesome things we're going to do together Me here too. at the studio. Me too. It's going to be wonderful. Yeah. All right. See you guys next time.